up, everybody, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Meg. And I am Myra. Welcome back to yet another week. Yes, we are back to our regularly scheduled programming after taking our summer break. Myra, how was your break? Um, Very good and much, much needed. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to be back. Um, we need the time. Yes. You know, just to reevaluate, not reevaluate. What's the word? Just realign. I don't know. A yes. break. We needed yes, this. Just a break. <laughs> yeah. Get our creative juices reflowing. Like I was telling Myron mm-hmm. today, babe, before we started recording, that like sometimes it's hard to like come up with show topics, but then taking that break, there was just so much stuff that I wanted to come back and talk about. So it just like kind of reinvigorated um that part. So yeah, but super happy to be back. Obviously, you know, me, Myron, and Jay have been talking this whole time. So it hasn't been a break from yeah. each other, just a break from the from recording. <laughs> So yeah. here we go. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. So we are actually real life friends. Yep. Outside, Outside of this podcast, we actually talk. Yes, we do. <laughs> Frequently. All uh, <laughs> yes. Obsessively. <laughs> yeah. But the break was much needed because, I mean, this mm-hmm. is work, you know, like we love what we do. But, you know, sometimes you just need to step away from it to yep. get things moving again. Absolutely, absolutely. And since our break, our baby J Bay has gotten a whole year older. So happy belated B Day to J Bay. Yay. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I am so happy that the LSD records have finally made it. I am so upset that it took so freaking long. But yes. it is what it is. J-Bay's so birthday happy. gift, not drugs. Okay, guys? Yeah. <laughs> like street yeah, dive. I, <laughs> there we go. Now that I know the acronym, that's what I'm going to be saying. And let people guess go. what I'm talking about. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. That's funny. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but also, but yeah. guys, we... We definitely want to do a little bit of housekeeping and remind you guys to follow us over on YouTube at Planners and Wine. Um, you know, leave those re- reviews on Apple Podcasts. You can also uh, rate us on Spotify if you listen consistently enough, because Spotify does not let you just, you know, rate bomb people that you're not actually listening to. So yeah. you, if you Shout are a regular listener on Spotify, yes, you can leave us a rating over there. Um, and we definitely always appreciate that feedback. And also continue to share the show and just, you know, spread the word about planners and wine. I was at a family gathering yesterday and I was talking to my husband's uncle, aka my uncle, and he was asking me about the podcast. And I felt so weird like talking about the podcast. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pop my shit. So hey, um Yeah, I think we'd be too humble. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we just be too (laughs) humble because that's like, yeah, let me and again with the break reminded me like, let me throw this on the show notes because we don't say it enough. And Mm -hmm. the thing is like, haters work twice as hard as our supporters. So we kind of have to remind our supporters like, if you love the show, you want to see it grow, you want more people to listen to it, don't forget to share it. Don't yes. forget to support us on the other platforms because that really does go a long way. Because trust and believe the haters don't stop. They do mm-hmm. not stop. Mm-hmm. So we got to come back yep. that twice as hard. But yeah, yeah. I just feel like we're just, you know, we're good at what we do. We we can be humble, but it can be mm-hmm. a little bit to our detriment too. So yeah, we'll pop our Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. 
Period. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We are allowed to be loud and proud about what we're doing and the amazing things that we are creating and just how proud we are of this podcast. I feel like it can just kind mm-hmm. of be some intimidating sometimes because especially when you're talking to people who are not in this crafting community, and they are kind of looking at you like, oh, you're like so into planners. You're like so into stickers and pens. Like, what's up with that? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. And I'm proud of it. And I'm living my best yeah. life and I'm happy. That I have a hobby that's also a business, and you need to get one. Okay, <laughs> it's amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah, and like I mean, we we weren't always here either. Like we found out about this crafting space and this planner community from mm-hmm. another person or researching. Yep. So us, you know, talking about the show and popping our shit about it can eventually lead to somebody being like, "Hey, you know, I like stationery growing up. Mm-hmm. Let me." Pull up a planner. I love getting planners in school. Let me try it. So yes, yeah, we just gotta keep keep talking about it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, guys, let's go ahead and just get into some of the things that have been going on in this planning community. We have a lot of new releases. Um, EC came out with their back to school release, and also another artist collab. Uh, Her name is Alja. Horvat, I'm so sorry if I'm not pronouncing her name correctly because I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's Alja Horvat. And um, she came out with a beautiful line of covers for EC. I actually ordered one. It's not here yet, but I did order one. So I'm very excited to get it. Yeah. They're cute. <laughs> they are cute. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What other stuff did EC have uh, in this back to school release? I know they have like a new, like, pouch within a pouch type of thing it's like a five in one pencil pouch came out um i know they have some covers some new covers that came out as well um they're actually running a contest right now with some students some high school and college students a cover creation contest that i have diligently been voting in every day because Mm-hmm. I don't know. Black girl magic. I gotta I gotta help the black girl win. And her cover is amazing. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is good. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. They're all so pretty. They're all so so pretty. So some cool things happening at EC right now. Have you got to check out any of that back to school release yet, Myra? Um, I did get sent some of the Star Wars stuff, which was just new covers. Um, they did yeah. have a lunch tote as well, but the tote we've seen before is just a new Star Wars logo on it. Um, I was a little disappointed. I ain't gonna Mm. lie. Cause usually, um, we do get a decent amount of stuff with the star Wars, like some new, um, ideas from EC with that, but, Mm. um, and hello kitty too. Like it wasn't that much Mm. with the hello kitty stuff either, but you know, um, can't win them all, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a little underwhelming. Would you say that you got? A little, yeah. a lot. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely very fair. You I can't know, win them all. Look back at last mm-hmm. year's collection, and then this is just like, oh, well, mm, but you know, same level. I, yeah. It's nowhere near. But um, like I said, you can't, you can't win them all. I do think like yep. the overall back to school collection, they have some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, as not being a teacher or a student, Mm. not too much of it like really appealed to me to be honest but they are some cool stuff gotcha i know totally what has changed sense. the tides what uh, baby vegan leather star wars interchangeable cover just oh, gonna say yeah i just 
Yeah, I don't understand why that hasn't happened. That would be because really they good. high key could have just put that logo like with um the one that they have out now mm-hmm. on a cover and just let that be it because that's just foil. You know, yeah. it's no like real details on it. You right. Know? So, mm. you know, but yeah. that makes sense. Work there. Well, we don't. But we can keep, you know, spreading the word and telling them what we want because we know they listen. Yeah. And, you know, filling out those surveys <laughs> and letting them yeah. know what we want to see. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, because, yeah. j Bay going to stay on it with it. Because it just, just needed, we just needed this right thing. It's right Expeditiously. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see yep. when it comes. What do you think about the, the five-in-one zipper pouch? Um, I mean, I think it's cute. Uh, I, I love that it holds so much stuff, but y'all, I just got so many pen pouches. I cannot justify getting another pen pouch. I just cannot do it. Like I just, and then I'm not, I'm not super confident in the quality since it is brand new. So I would think, I think I want to see how it kind of holds up through other people using it. And then like, maybe like, you know, future iterations of it i think like some type of you know vegan leather pen pouch they kind of got those little pet planty packs that are kind of like that material i would love to see that material in something like this uh as well i'm not i don't know 100 sure what the what this material is it just doesn't seem super durable um but yeah i, I don't know i like i said i just cannot justify another pen pouch y'all i just got them all i have them all <laughs> it's bad and i don't even really use them yeah. like that so Hockey, I think this will be better for like traveling. Yeah. To be honest, you know, putting yeah. in different things. Like I could see this being like on a carry on with me and I have like mm-hmm. my um AirPods and like different yes. you know, chargers and cords and stuff like that. Oh, that's a good um, idea. Yeah. And then that stuff. way, like, yeah, I don't travel that often, so I don't really need it to be super durable. Mm-hmm. Um but um yeah, I would love to see it in that. Yeah. And some different designs. But yeah, like you said. Definitely mm-hmm. would love to see more iterations of it. We asked for this though. We did ask okay. for this mm-hmm. to have different iterations. And you know, like we said it. before, definitely fill out the surveys and um yes. say what you want because they do be listening. Absolutely. So true. So true. Yeah. So also on the EC blog, they gave us a Q2 update. And um, I don't know if y'all read it, but the juicy part was at the end. And that's what I got a screenshot of. So it says at the very end, um, our new back to school collection just launched here. And coming up is our 2024 calendar launch, a new heritage and awareness month collection and an all new exclusive EC first. We can't wait to share with you. Stay so i'm wondering if this all new exclusive ec first is it going to be something to take the place of the surprise boxes or i mean what i i honestly am not sure what it is at all and like y'all can say y'all can go on the ec blog and check that out it's at the very bottom interesting selfishly i want it to be some harry potter okay same (laughs) Same, but, but I, I mean, more like realistically, it's, it's probably the yeah. secret, you know, seasonal surprise box here, something like that. I mean, and they yeah. said all new exclusive EC first, so that makes me think it's not gonna be just another, you know, Star Wars Hello Kitty 
Harry mm-hmm. Potter collection because that was not really a first. I mean, it would be the first time they did Harry Potter, but it wouldn't be the first of those items, you know? So this makes yeah. me think it's going to be something new, new that we have never, ever seen any type of iteration of it before at EC. I don't know. I really have no idea. I mean, we got planners, we got pens, we got covers. We have so much stuff from EC. Like, there's not a lot that we haven't seen. I was going to say luggage, but we got duffel bags and stuff. So that kind of counts. Yeah. And I don't know if they'd be hyping up luggage like that. So I don't know. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Only thing I can think of is maybe more lifestyle type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. We have blankets. Um, we have Please desk don't accessories, be Y'all learn from Happy Planner, and or if they do make wallpaper, back to Happy Planner. I'm sorry, Happy Planner. <laughs> it does Y'all be making some wild choices. <laughs> if it is wallpaper, they got to do like it can't be the same quality as the exact washi that you're making with the same sticky on the back because that wallpaper did not hold up from the Happy Planner at all. At and all. you put it in your classroom, right? Yeah, I put it like I had like a little cute, like a little bookshelf from Target. Mm-hmm. And I just did like the back of the bookshelf um, in it. And it was so cute. It did not hold up. And it's not like that was like a super high traffic area. Just kids you yeah. know, picking up books. So, yeah, it did not hold up because it was just not good quality as far as the sticky on the back. So, whew, please, for the love of God. <laughs> make sure it's a good quality but i don't know it sounds exciting so i'm excited to see what it is and you know guys we are gonna let y'all know as soon as we know um what it is absolutely yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. we will definitely see i'm excited for it because they do they do be taking some um initiative they do Um, and i love Mm -hmm. that they still you know value the feedback from their customers yes so yeah they absolutely do yep uh let's see so also speaking of happy planner uh miss maker made a comeback um kind of um i mean they have a new miss like miss maker line it doesn't have like the little miss maker dolls that it used to have like i don't think i didn't see those uh did no, I miss those or were there. those not in there okay they're not in um i don't like the colors I wish they would have like really like changed up the color scheme a little bit and made them like more pastel-y or something. I don't really know what I was looking for, but I guess I really wasn't in the market for more Miss Maker because it just it was cute. I I thought it, I mean it's cute, but it just didn't really give to me. Myra, you are Miss Maker Stan. What do you think about this new Miss Maker collection? Well, the more and more that they bring out more Miss Maker stuff, the less and less value my original sticker books. <laughs> Girl, literally. <laughs> I'm not taking your value. But I do, one thing I will say, I do love that they brought back the checklist layout. Because that is, if you aren't familiar, that was the original layout for that Miss yeah. Maker. I, happy player, listen to this, but here's my wish. I love those um, doll days, mm-hmm. but even if they eliminate the actual like doll figures, if they would go back and do like each one had their own individual layout, because Miss Maker came yeah. out with Mom Life and that had mm-hmm. the dashboard layout. Yeah. Um, and it was two others, I can't, but they had their own yeah. individual layouts. Like one of them was monthly. I would love to see Got that it. again. 
I would really love to see that again from Happy Planner. And I do appreciate them bringing that back for this. But mm-hmm. I wish that there was a different, like you said, different color scheme. Like, right. I would love this to be like kind of muted, you know, yeah. or um, just different. Like, I get like when you think craft, you think colorful, but that's not mm-hmm. all of us. And right. we've already have a colorful Miss Maker. They still yeah, sell in the true. colorful Miss Maker, you know, version too. Yeah, so that's true. if you want that, you still can get it. But I don't know. I wish they would have taken some liberty on this. But I do appreciate the layout coming back, though. There we go. You know, yeah. small wins. Small wins. Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, I think we can kind of see from, you know, Happy Planners, like, recent releases that they're really trying to, like, throw it back to the things that were super popular back the in the day. The Miss Makers, yeah. the, yeah, the Squad Girls and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Um, you know, which is nice to an extent, but I think a lot of us just really want some innovation like we don't need mm-hmm. version 12 of homebody just with a new name you know what i'm saying i think we all want to see something different and they have come out with a few different things but it just hasn't i don't know it just hasn't been hidden and i think the frequency of it has also kind of yeah. led to it kind of going down a little bit in quality but also i can kind of say that for ec2 like there have been so many releases and not a long amount of time you really just don't have the opportunity to let those releases like really breathe before yeah. you're like on to the next thing, you know what I'm saying? And if you're going to do that, like at least make it innovative, at least make it something that people really want to see and not just like a recycling of things that you, that worked in the past. They might not be working like that now. Like I didn't see anybody just like clamoring, running all over each other to get this new Miss Maker collection. And that was the case a couple years ago. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the second time this maker came out, people were running to the craft yeah. stores to get it. You know, I think it's kind of lost that flair. So, mm. yeah. And I think a part of it is you're just, you know, touching up the different colors, maybe putting a different type of sticker. Like it's nothing yeah. new. I haven't had a okay. chance to go through version one of the items. Mm-hmm. And you giving me the same thing again. You know, I, I get right. it. Like maybe it's for those people who, missed out on that but like i said like joanne still have version two of miss mm-hmm. maker so mm-hmm. the girls ain't missing out on that it, it's not mm-hmm. like how it was back in the day where miss maker was gone for like two years and mm-hmm. like if you came late you just had to spend 90 dollars on the sticker book on my car right you know right that's not the case they're really right next to each other at joanne's at this yep. very moment so that's so true yeah i just yeah i don't know i wish that's they would have so took a little bit different liberty with the color but yeah, yeah, change it up. Do something. Yeah. Do something. Yeah, hey, I still, just, or, I, you know, if you still wanted to be yeah. colorful, like maybe yeah, mm-hmm. a different tone or something. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. the the heyday of like the Happy Planner is just over, and I think they need to try to embrace a different business model at this point because you know not having Stephanie involved in all these years after all these years, like not having Hannah, you know the people that people really loved and really like to see mm-hmm. over there, and then also the availability of Happy Planner has just grown so much. You can get it at Walmart, you can yeah. get it at Amazon, you can get it everywhere you turn around. So it's just not that oh, if I don't go 
out the day they put this on the shelves, I'm not going to get it. You're, you just don't have yeah. that anymore. Um, and so I think they need to cater to this new like landscape uh, that there is now where there's just such wide availability. You have to do other things to attract people to it because people are not buying everything because they know they're going to miss out anymore. That's just not the case. They're not going to miss out if they don't get it right away. So you need to kind of pivot and figure um, something else out. So we'll see if they do. If y'all listening. No. Hey, we do consulting. Okay. (laughs) We're happy. Happy to give you some advice for a price. Yeah. Okay. Advice for Absolutely. a price. <laughs> I, love <There> <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yep. Um, okay, so Aura is still and has their pre-order of their 2024 planners going on right now. Sorry, guys, as y'all hear this, I think the pre-order is going to be over. So I hope mm-hmm. y'all stay ready. Um, if you're on Patreon, you're getting this on the 19th. So I don't know what time the pre-order is ending. I just know it's ending at some point on the 19th. So there still might be some availability um if you did not know about it. But I know that I feel pretty confident that. Um, order sale is going to have these things stopped. I think there might be a different price. There might not be as many quantities, but these things will be stopped on their website later on this year. So if you don't have the opportunity to pre-order, you can later, but they have lots of layouts and I still, I hadn't ordered anything this time because I really have no idea what I want. Have you pre-ordered from Aura sale? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, well, mm-hmm. this time I just went ahead and got the A5 complete weekly. I was going back and forth okay. if I wanted to buy the weeks again. But I'm be mm-hmm. honest, I didn't really use it. I'm using it now mm-hmm. for the second half of the year. And I was like, well, maybe I'll see. And if I like it, I'll just have to suck it up and pay the extra. I think it's like if you pre-order, it's like 20% off or something okay. like yeah. that. So you do save a little bit of change if you pre-order. But yeah, my, my thought point with it is if I continue to use it for the second half of the year and think I want it, then I'll purchase it when they have the extras. Yeah. But I also still, I did pre-order uh, from Sterling Inc. Their okay. version mm-hmm. of the weeks. So I was Ooh. like, you know, yeah, the point of me buying two weeks. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's yeah. true. Exactly. So yeah, and then those, it seemed like those can really work great like together having a complete weekly is it you said the a5 one yeah a5 yeah and then and having that weeks from sterling Inc. i think those could work really really well together and see my thinking was i know i'm not interested in the aura sale weeks like you said like it just really didn't work for me because i just i just don't need a daily page in that size and now i'm like fully invested in my a5 daily duo um, mm-hmm. so I think I want to use that in conjunction with the Sterling Ink Winks or weeks or the um Hobonichi weeks because I'm definitely probably gonna get one of those and I'll just kind of see which one I like more. But um yeah, I just didn't I just don't feel like I need another weekly because yeah. like I said, my daily duo is just working so well. And if it's not later on in the year, then I definitely might look into getting the complete weekly um when it's available just for sale. So we shall see. Yeah. I do love it um but yeah I agree I don't need it in in a daily I do like it I've Mm -hmm. been doodling and journaling but ultimately like I miss some days in the Mm -hmm. daily but the sterling ink one is more closer to like a whole Benici weeks 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not me buying stuff and don't know what it what it looked like. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. I think they had the option. They had two. They had a compact weeks and they had a regular mm-hmm. weeks. I, I believe the compact weeks is like really similar to the Hobonichi weeks, and I I think the other one you get a day for each page, but I don't think it's like the Aura Stale where the days are directly following the weeks. I think it's just more pages in the back, like the Mega Hobonichi weeks. Yeah. For the regular one. So yeah. That's my understanding. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. all really good planners, y'all. I love they this. Are. This is what I love about these smaller planner companies because this is geared mm-hmm. towards us. Whereas mm-hmm. like the EC and the happy planners, they like they listen to us, sure, but they have to, you know, make it for a broader audience. Whereas yes. like the Aura Stale and the Sterling Inks, like these are made for us. These 100%. are made for us. Yeah. Yep. That's so true. That is so true. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. The next thing before we go to the break that I'm so excited about and Plum Paper just kind of like sprang this on us and everybody in our Patreon or Facebook group is so excited. Um, now on Plum Paper layouts, you can remove the color, you can remove the lines and you can get white neutral tabs. So they fully have a neutral option for their planners. There's not like a grayscale purple neutral, but like a true black and white planner option for like most of the layouts. There were a couple layouts that you could not remove the color and the lines from, but for the majority, especially like the most popular layouts, like the vertical priorities, like their daily, you can remove the color and the lines. You can remove the color or the lines. You can have the white tabs. You can have the colorful tabs, but then have just the black and white um, weekly or daily pages like and it's available in a5 and the seven by nine and probably they eight and a half by 11 but i ain't look at the eight and a half by 11 but it's probably available for that too uh oh my god <laughs> plum paper <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah and they are going to be having a um back to school sale too starts yes. monday so mm-hmm. you know the monday before y'all are hearing this um they don't say on the the Instagram post, like what the percentage is, but definitely be on the lookout. Y'all might as well. It's I mean, minimum 20 sell is one as y'all listening. Yeah. 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 It's probably going to be minimum 20, 15 to 20%. I would assume maybe even more than that. Who knows? But you know, yeah. Just when you thought you had your 2024 lineup decided, you know, Plum Paper decided to pull a Uno reverse and give us give us what we've been wanting give us what we've been wanting a truly neutral option and you can still put it on you know you can have it unpunched you can have it on a spiral you can have it on the disc you can buy the disc from them you don't have to buy the disc from them i mean options galore i love it uh yeah the uno reverse card analogy is perfect because i was not expecting that Mm-mm. <laughs> I was Mm-mm. not expecting that at all. And it changes uh-uh. things, especially for the daily. Especially for the daily. Especially for the daily. I hated yes. that shit Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I know they're, you know, because they had the older paper that was a little bit more waxy. They have updated mm-hmm. the paper. I don't know exactly like what it is, but it's a lot less uh waxy than it used to be. And I think it, it I mean it works, you know, well with any pants that I like to use, you know. Um, so yeah. I'm excited. I don't know. There there definitely probably is going to be a plum paper in my lineup for 2024. I'm just kind of waiting right now because what I'm using right now is working very well. And I really don't want to rock the boat and confuse myself later on. But um, 
yeah this 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 changes a lot so it does it makes me want to try to uh vertical priorities again Mm -hmm. yep go on give it another i don't know how to uh come to that dark side though i don't know everybody <laughs> loves it and i'm just I like it. i don't know I what it. i am missing maybe without the colors it'll you know click with me but maybe without the colors love mm-hmm. it yeah so good so yeah. so good so i don't even know if plum paper realizes what a huge impact that change is going to make because i feel like that would be people's main reason for not wanting it but oh i tried it and i didn't like the color on the pages or i just need a neutral option it's given for the neutral peeps so yeah Mm -hmm. it's a it's a contender it's a contender so yeah i don't know i think i want to get on the plum paper website uh once we're done recording (laughs) and just play around no myra that's your that's your job okay (laughs) your job is to shop while we talk (laughs) They got some new covers, FYI. And they have some new covers. There we go. There we mm-hmm. go. But yeah, the back to school sale is definitely a great time. You can go ahead. I mean, you can get your planner that starts in August and start it right away. Or you can wait and get your planner that starts in January. I mean, that's a great thing, too. You can start it in any month you want. You can have it start September, October, November, December, whenever. Literally, you can have your calendar be a Monday start or be a Sunday start. I mean... The options are just possibilities endless. are endless, yeah. Literally yeah, endless. yeah. Like unless you buy a pre-made planner from Plum Paper, you're not your planner is not going to be exactly like anybody else's. It's truly going to be your unique planner made for you. So mm-hmm. that is amazing. Absolutely. Really cool. Ooh, I love it. But yeah, guys, we're going to take a quick break uh, to hear from our sponsors, and we will be right back. y'all it's Megan Myra here and we wanted to drop in real quick and tell you about our Patreon community. The official Patreon tier is for people who want some amazing bonus content. You get an ad-free episode a day early than our normal release, monthly bonus episodes, and a bi-monthly episode of our Patreon exclusive show Shots with Meg and Myra. The all-inclusive Patreon tier gets everything we just mentioned plus access to our exclusive Facebook group community. This includes joining us as we record our monthly live episode and monthly Facebook Live. Get more info on patreon.com forward slash planners and wine. We hope you join us. All right, guys. So we are back and something pretty humongous happened uh, while we were on our break, of course, because that's just how things happen. Uh, Of course. Instagram and Facebook, aka Meta, decided to roll out threads which you know if you live under a rock you might not know that it is like a direct competitor for twitter even though the ceo of instagram adam he tried to say some type of woo woo crap about how they it's not here to replace twitter and it's like adam have you met mark zuckerberg bug <laughs> him and elon <laughs> are not cool with each other you think he and apparently he has wanted to buy twitter for years so this is absolutely meant to take over twitter um what are what's your initial thoughts on threads myra now there's been like a couple of weeks that we've had it um i'm actually enjoying it honestly i feel Mm -hmm. like it has been a um a cool place to go back to that nostalgia. Like I haven't been on Twitter consistently. Like I have an account, but I haven't mm-hmm. been on it since um, 
2016, I think, when mm. Beyonce came out with Formation. Is that 2016? <laughs> I think so, yes. <laughs> no, it's it, it's related to Beyonce. Damn. It's not like I'm counting years in Beyonce's. But uh, I mean, that's a yeah, fine remember. thing to do, though. That's accurate. <laughs> that's a fine thing to do. Like, what's the issue? <laughs> like, 2009 but, is the year she was supposed to get that award, but then Taylor got it, and then Kanye mm-hmm. took it. Like, we can we can keep track of things by that. That is true, because that is how I uh, remember 2009. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I remember tweeting, like, everybody was so excited, especially Black women, like, just celebrating that, how Black that song was and how much that song was, like, for mm-hmm. us. And some dusty um, person on Twitter was like, because I think I said, like, oh, this is the Blackest song ever, you know, just, like, living in the glory. And they were like, no. James Brown, I'm black and I'm proud is the blackest song ever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done with Twitter. Like, can we have multiple black reasons? Like, right. And it's like, it was that person just like you go through their Twitter and they were just like going after other black women who were just celebrating the song. Who were happy. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, what, what? what's the purpose of that? And then that was like my moment of being like, you know what? I'm done with Twitter because that is the purpose of Twitter to me is like yes. people finding shit to shit on other people for and finding right. entertainment out of that. Yeah. But with threads, you know, this long story short, the but threads, I feel like it's a much more mellow, less toxic kind of place to where I miss like what Twitter was, was finding that community to like live yes. tweet stuff and celebrate like a song that you're like really loving and Threads have that right now, and obviously we're only a few weeks into it or whatever, mm-hmm. but I do love that nostalgia of, like, grouping together and, like, in a sense, like, having this big-ass group chat with multiple different people to, like, geek out over stuff that you love. Agreed. Agreed. It does feel like a much less toxic version of Twitter, at least so mm-hmm. far. And obviously, you know, Threads is still very new and in its early stages. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't wait until it was perfect to roll it out. Like they rolled yeah. it out when it was when, when it's basically still being created when there are a lot of like tweaks and things that they're still going to do to it. And there are a lot of features that we don't yet have on it that we might have, you know, later or whatever. But I like that it seems like they are pretty actively listening to feedback. Um, the CEO mm-hmm. of Instagram, Adam, has been very, very active on threads and responding to people, talking about different features that they want to see on it later on. And um, I hope it does serve as a much more positive place online. Like, obviously, th- there's never going to be a 100% positive space on the internet besides our Patreon Facebook group. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> that just doesn't really exist especially in social media but hopefully it can just be less toxic because you know uh even before elon musk like twitter had already like you kind of stated mm-hmm. like had already turned into a pretty toxic space and like i was only on at one point i had a twitter when it first came out i deleted my twitter for a, a several years and then once i started watching big brother every summer that's when i realized there was like a twitter community who just talked about big brother like during the season we're live tweeting the season and you know feed updates and things like that that's when i rejoined twitter and it's been nice to just be in that small community on that and that's why i was kind of able to like not really be a part of a lot of the negativity on twitter Mm -hmm. but even the negativity has started to make their way into that community because there are conservatives who watch Big Brother also and want to be very vocal about 
things that they see and being mad about diversity and all those type of things. So yeah, I um I like Threads a lot so far, and you know it's it's uh, it's been it's been cool. It's been very interesting to see so many people from the planner community on Threads and get to see like their thoughts and their opinions about things outside of planning, <laughs> which has been cool because usually we don't see that. And obviously I don't even follow anybody in my regular life on Twitter. I don't definitely don't follow anybody from the planner community on Twitter. So being able to see those things on threads has it's 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 had its pros and cons. <laughs> um and yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it at that but yeah, it's, it's been cool to have a new yeah. social network to be excited about for sure for sure yeah and, and like you said it, it definitely has had its pros and cons mm-hmm. for sure i think the same thing with twitter because you know old tweets come back and people mm-hmm. are you know get called out for that i think we're probably going to experience that with threads um possibly so I it just just be careful with what mm-hmm. you say. Um, just because this place is new doesn't mean you can like, you know, go off the deep end. Although a few people have gone off the deep end already. Especially if you're no representing a brand, you know, that like a well-known brand that people know that you are very deeply associated with. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. we won't be working with them anymore. But um, but yeah, it's just being you know mindful of what you put out there because mm-hmm. you know, like you said, we know you from a brand, and if that's mm-hmm. the the way you think, um, we we don't support that. But um, yeah. yeah, it's just you know, don't in two years from now, people pulling up your old threads. Like, don't don't let that be you. Like, you know what? <laughs> Be yourself, show a different side other than planet. And like you said, I've been enjoying that, like seeing different sides. So I feel like mm-hmm. the planner community, like the girls in the planner community think they can't do anything but show pen and paper on Instagram. And it's mm-hmm. like, girl, no, you don't. So with threads, it's kind of been giving them that little bit of freedom to, you know, yeah. show a little bit more outside of that. So that's been cool. But you you just have to be careful. Some things just is for the group chat, not for the internet. You know, I agree. And I feel like even like to, to kind of expand on that situation we're talking about without saying too, too much. Um, I think like it's not we're, we're not talking about, oh, this person who works for a brand on thread said that their favorite color is blue and my favorite color is green. And now I don't like them or I don't like that brand no more. You know, like it's like much deeper than that. And it's like when you are, like I said, very well known to work with the brand and also the capacity of you're talking about things that are within the capacity of the work that you do for that brand on a public platform and sharing, you know, influencers information about brand deals and how much they charge for real. Even if you're not naming any influencers, that's not a great look that, and that's something that, like I said, we have already seen on threads and I'm just like, Oh, I don't need to, why are you talking about your job? Why are you yeah, talking about your job? <laughs> and it's showing us how you feel about us as influencers. Mm-hmm. So don't come to our DMs when you got another launch that you need to push and promote because at the end of the day, you do need influencers. You do yeah. need us. So stop trying to, I just, it's true. I hate when people shit on influencers, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. brands, because they know the value that they bring to it, but they don't respect the craft. They don't respect Absolutely. the job. Yep. They don't see it as yep. a job. And it's like, don't come to us when you need to sell something and then say stuff mm-hmm. like that when you don't respect what people put into it. 
100% when we can see you and we everybody knows full well that you are you work for that brand and that you are in talks with influencers and those conversations and then you're blasting those conversations on a social media um, channel it's just it makes no sense and I feel like people need to I think that's a good reminder for people too that like if you want your online persona to be separate from the work that you do obviously that's already going to be challenging when you're in an online community because of the job that you do, right? But then when you take the extra mile of being a public representative for this brand that you work for, having your job title in your bio, on your Instagram page, on your threads page, people are going to take your words as you are speaking for the brand, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Good or bad. Yeah, because you made it as your brand. Like, you can't even be like, oh, I'm separating. Like, this is the work I do and this is my personal account. No. You made it the whole thing because it's, Mm -hmm. like you said, it's in your bio. You're speaking, you know, on behalf using that account. So, you know, there's no separation from it. No. I I don't know. Professionalism. Lack of. Yeah, it's it's rough. It is rough. And I, and I think it's different when, like, if you're an owner of the brand, that's one thing. You're always going to be a representative, a face mm-hmm. of the brand. Like, there's no way. Like, me and you are never going to be able to be, like, planners and wine is separate. And I'm just, like, it's separate in, to a degree. But no, no matter yeah. what, things that we said on our part, pl- yeah. platforms are about mm-hmm. planners and wine. And we're okay with that. Because a part of our yeah. platform is to be outspoken and to say the things that people don't want to say in this community. That's fine. That's on our personal brands and that's on our planners and wine brands. So we're good. You know? <laughs> they alive. <laughs> Some of y'all ain't good. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Some of y'all, that's where you work. You, you're That's not your brand. That's where you work, but you're still representing that brand. So <sighs> yikes on bikes. Yikes on Yo, bikes. This is going to come up again. Bonus episode is going to be superb. It will never it see the light of day. <laughs> but it is going to be so good for the Patreons. I hope y'all are ready. I hope y'all are ready. Yes, I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, guys, uh, let us know if y'all are over on Threads. You can definitely follow both me and Myra and Planners Wine and J-Bay over on Threads. Some of us are more active than others. I'm looking at you, J-Bay, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I ask quirky questions. It's fine. You do. You do, Jamie. (laughs) It's the most active I've been on any platform. Period. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. And still maintain some level of professionalism. You see how that works? There we go. You see how that works? Yes. But you you know what I'm saying? Like, J-Bay would never go on his threads page and be like, oh, my God, I hate editing podcasts. This sucks so bad. And then we're like, <laughs> that, that was, was the level of it, y'all. That, that was, was the level. level. It was that was it's the like level. working for Chuck E. Cheese yep. and going on threads saying you hate kids like that. It was that level. As a representative of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Why? Why? Exactly. As your exactly. profile picture. Like, come on. Get, get some class. Get some class, people. Okay. Wild. Oh my gosh. I mean, JB, you could though. It's not a big deal. <laughs> well, yeah, we're different. Okay. Yeah, we, we understand. No. I mean, anything I say is not a representation of planners and wine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Period. Oh my 
my gosh. But yeah, guys, uh, people got to be careful. And I think so many people make so many mistakes when social networks are starting out. Like, you just think it's the wild, wild west and you can do whatever. And like you yeah. said, Myra, like, that's how so many people's old tweets have come back mm-hmm. to hunt them. But I did see Adam was having a conversation with somebody about making, like, old threads, like some type of archive feature for threads over a certain amount of days or months or something like that. So he trying to he trying to cover Ooh. y'all ass. But screenshots live forever. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. Once it's on the internet, it's it's there forever. And I did see right. something from um Adam too, where they because a big thing with Twitter is that Twitter was like pushing, oh, was it Twitter or Facebook? One of these social media, they would push mm-hmm. news outlets. So mm-hmm. news outlets were getting outrageous and saying all this like you know, fake news type stuff. And he said, they're not going to try to do that on threads and just to keep it a more mellow space. Like obviously there's going to be negativity. It's a public platform. Obviously there's going to be news outlets on here. It's a public platform, but they're trying not to push it and, you know, incentivize those type of people. So I don't know. I'm, I'm really, um, yeah, excited for it. Cause I I think, you know, meta Facebook, they've gotten a lot of trouble. (laughs) with pushing those kind of fake news Mm -hmm. and you know rigging the election with it allegedly so yeah hopefully they learned a lesson with this and can start fresh i mean you just know the landscape is bad when you're like cheering for mark zuckerberg you know what i'm saying like all of a sudden we team zuck (laughs) because we hate elon musk so much he's so horrible and terrible and it's like it's not to say that Zuck isn't but it's levels to it you know what I'm saying like obviously you know Zuck is a is a greedy billionaire as well but Elon is just like he's the devil he is the devil almost so over it also the audacity of Zuck being the first thread person and not Adam I think Adam's like number three and Zuck is one yes yes (laughs) Like, sir, just why you couldn't let Adam have it? It's attached to Instagram, not Facebook, sir. Let him have it, okay? <laughs> just the ego, but I'm sad because our threads yeah. number is gone away. Did you notice that? Well, you never mine's had never showed up. Number. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. had the at sign, but yeah. I was proud of my my three hundred thousand person on threads, and I want it back. Okay, <laughs> I want it back. So what does it say? It just says the at sign? No, it's not there anymore. The at sign isn't yeah. there anymore. I think they're replacing it with something else because I did notice. Is it just gone completely? It's just gone completely. Oh. Yes. But I did notice on the Planners and Wine Instagram page, at the top of our profile, you see just the at sign, but there's no number and it just takes us to the threads page. But I don't have that on my personal Instagram yet. So I guess they're rolling out a way to still be able to like quickly get to your yeah, threads I don't account. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like up here. You can see that. Yeah, that's you see it at the top. Oh, yeah, my it's yeah. not on mine. Oh, it's not on mine yet either. Oh, it's not on your planners and wine either. So that's weird. Yeah, it's that not it's on, on my planners and wine, but it's not on my. <laughs> my man's got a plan account. All right, but yeah, y'all, um, follow it, some friends yeah, if you're not. I guess. And um, yeah. Should Joseph Beer be on threads? I think I think there is a place for thread for blue jokes and beer threads. <laughs> I do. I really do. You're not do. gonna get canceled. I promise. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let you handle that. <laughs> I'm gonna let you handle it. <laughs> oh, 
but yeah, guys, uh, we do have some celeb garbage because the celebs been garbaging a lot lately. We don't have to go too much into detail, but mm-hmm. y'all paying attention to the news cycle. You saw that Kiki's palm, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy was out here acting a fool and embarrassing himself, and it doesn't even seem like they're together anymore. Which is really sad. Uh, Jonah Hill's ex girlfriend put out some problematic conversations that him and her had. He's having. He just had a baby with somebody else, so they've been broke up for a while. No, I meant Kiki and the. Um, it, it's or not we like just official. We're just okay. yeah, because they don't follow each other anymore, and he deleted like all the pictures of her off his Instagram page. So okay. we could go back to Jonah Hill. Sorry. Girl, trash. but do we need to? Because it's just all <laughs> under the umbrella of trash, trash. straight men. Yeah. Okay? Because I don't understand. Um, it's a lot of insecurities coming insecurities. out. Although, mm-hmm. hot take on the Jonah Hill thing. Mm-hmm. While clearly he has some, you know, ego, narcissistic type of issues with those text mm-hmm. messages. Very weird for her to drop them now after you had a whole baby with somebody else. And the conversation is on another black woman. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Okay. So here's the thing too. Apparently his current girlfriend or whoever, I don't know, wife, I don't know their relationship says, but the current person he's with just had their baby. And apparently the ex who dropped these texts said that she waited until after the baby was born because she didn't want to stress out his pregnant partner. I'm like, is it better to stress out somebody who's in their fourth trimester <laughs> who got a fresh newborn? Like, I don't feel like that's better. But if she felt yeah, like you, the world needed to know how toxic he was, the timing is weird. I don't understand why after so long, after their relationship, uh, she dropped those. That's a good point. Uh, uh, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. That... Mm-hmm. I, that reasoning is bull, but you know, go mm-hmm. on. Yeah, but she go dropped on. him like a bomb. Yes, and um, <laughs> yeah, Jonah has been just dealing with the controversy. I think he put out merch, like kind of like making light of the situation, kind of how Kiki Palmer did, but obviously Kiki Palmer is the correct person in the situation, and jo- Jonah Hill is like loud and wrong. Um, but yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird to get with somebody fully know a lot of things about them and then attempt to change those things that you already knew about and excuse them as you sound setting boundaries that's kind of what kiki yeah. palmer's baby daddy did is what jonah hill did and it's like if you can't handle being with a baddie don't be with a baddie that's what it comes down to it's not for everybody yeah, yeah. you I mean, know the, the biggest difference is kiki's you know, partner or whatever kind of did it publicly. And I feel like he mm-hmm. did it publicly to kind of shame her mm-hmm. or, you know, you know, whatever, male ego. Are you putting but, those stickers on the page? Can you hear that? Yes! I have to lift this sticker up. <laughs> that good ass mic is picking up the ASMR. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God. That pill can you see it? and stick. Can you focus? <laughs> I can't. I have to do like three different things. Like oh legit, when Meg is saying that I am looking at other stuff, she is not lying. Mm-mm. She is not yeah. lying. It's just I'm not. It's not. It's my brain. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm putting it to the side. ASMR. Oh yeah, I can hear that. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're just trash. trash. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Trade Man Trash. That is the gist of it. And um, I just feel like, like if you there, if you want a very like conservative partner, there are people like that in the world. You know what I'm saying? There are people like that in the world that you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you want a surfer who's not gonna show their body, like why are you? dating a surfer you know what i'm saying like kiki yeah, palmer is so famous and has such a huge platform and she's proud of her body and loves her beautiful body and she wants to show that and i if you don't want somebody like that you don't have to be with that person but that's the thing they don't want those women who are conservative they want to get with somebody who's not like that and they want to change them that's the problem yeah it's control it's mm -hmm. literally just like a level of control and yeah. you know that's, that's yep. all it is. It's just wild. It's all it is. It's wild. Yeah. Ugh. I can't. I can't. You mm. a mom. Be for real. He was so serious. I'm going to make... Hold up. You a mom. I'm putting that as a potential <laughs> show title. <laughs> it's like he really thought the internet was going to be on his side with that. Like... He's America's sweetheart and we don't even know you. You got on the you. internet that she paid for acting a damn fool. On the phone that she probably gave you. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. And now they not need to get... And apparently, I didn't even know, because she... I did know she had a podcast. It's like, baby, I'm Kiki Palmer. And he has yeah. been... I don't know if he's her co-host permanently, or he's just been on a couple episodes, but he had some red flags that was glaring a little bit. Now, if you listen back to some of those episodes. So... I feel Kiki, like she knew. She knew, she knew who she was with, you know? Yes. Yeah, she, she knew he was insecure. Yeah, a little bit more discord, you know, the yes. put on the internet. Yeah. That's 100% it. Because they probably have had situations or issues like this before, especially now that she's been getting so much new attention because of her mm -hmm. body and things like that. Um, but she just never thought that he was going to go on the internet and try to embarrass her, which is literally what he tried to do. But he embarrassed himself. So. Sad. Okay. Yeah. Very sad. Um, Poor baby Yotis got to deal with this. Girl, Yotis. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway. That name is everything. <laughs> and I love that she dressed him up as an old man. I love it. Because that's an old man name. It I wonder really if they call him Leo. That's a cute nickname. Just Leo. I think I've heard her say that before, but mm -hmm. I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have not been watching the Kardashians new show, but I did tune in to just one episode this season to see more about Kim and Courtney's beef. Have you heard anything about this Kim and Courtney drama, Myra? I I've seen it on threads. There, there we go. And spoiler alert, I think it's <laughs> fake. Uh, <laughs> I do not think it's real. Basically, Courtney thinks that Kim used her wedding for a business opportunity with a very problematic brand, Dolce & Gabbana. Uh, I mean, look, everybody knows that Kim is about her bread. She's about her paper. She's going to do anything and everything to level up and make more money. It is what it is. Um, and I hate when people act like their wedding is the center of everybody else's universe. It's the center mm -hmm. of your universe, not anybody mm -hmm. else's. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, I also think it's kind of, it's kind of souped up for the show because Kim and Courtney have thrown hands before on the show, like physically fought. So I don't know. And that wasn't that long ago. So that's how they act when things are truly heated between them. I, I just, I'm just not really buying this beef. I think it's just for this show that nobody watches. So. 
Yeah. Why, Why do you have to drag the whole show? Girl, ain't nobody watching this lame, this boring ass show. Okay, they need to go back to keeping up with Kardashian because we ain't been keeping up. This is boring. <laughs> oh my God. It's boring. Oh, <laughs> uh, their life must be normal if it's boring. They must just be doing everyday, you know, for them, everyday yeah. stuff. They so. need to just, I, I mean, I just feel like the, for them to make such a big deal about ending Keeping Up with the Kardashians just to have a new reality TV show. It's just so wild. It's like, imagine if we made a big deal about, oh, winners and wine. It's coming to an end, guys. It's been so great. And then we just move over to Bujo's and beer full time. We still here. <laughs> Psych. Uh, I bet people like resent that too. Cause like mm-hmm. you getting people emotionally invested, like, oh man, this is the last season. This is one of my favorite shows. And then what was it like a year or two later they popped up? With it wasn't even that long. Yes. But I what what the caveat that I will say to that is that <laughs> keeping up with Kardashian was nobody's favorite show. At least it shouldn't have been. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, the last deeply... it, somebody was watching it. <laughs> somebody was watching it, but it yeah. should not have been your favorite show. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's dry. I will be very surprised if they do a season four because season one through three has been very dry. And I think they added in this drama with Kim and Courtney to give it something. And I think people have been paying more attention to it, but it's just, it's some, it's just, it's so dumb and out of like anybody who's watching reality, like Kim being dead serious, saying, telling Courtney that she stole her wedding country. Not venue. Not city and state, but country. Who, who relates to I that? I can't relate. I cannot relate because, you know, you stole my wedding country. Laura stole it. I know. I know. <laughs> J-Bay and, and, and Danny. <laughs> Julie. Like, technically, we all stole Julie's wedding country because she got married here first. How dare we? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, be so this real. So ridiculous. <laughs> Right. And she stole her wedding singer because they both had Andrea Bocelli sing at their wedding. So not wedding song, but wedding singer, a human a human being was stolen as well. Mm. It's just so unrelatable and so ridiculous. Yeah. So unrelatable. So I just can't with them. I literally cannot with them. Even when they're trying to be relatable, they they just aren't. I think a lot of people can relate to having problems with your siblings. But not still in wedding countries in performers. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that's close to relatable is like somebody proposing to somebody else at your wedding. Yes, yes. Maybe be that's mad, be big mad at yeah. that. Be big yeah. mad at that. Yes. But this or announcing mm-hmm. they pregnant or something. Rude girl. Rude. Just rude. So yeah, I just can't with them. Um, the next super big thing that's going on is the Screen Actors Guild um, has started their strike. And I think it's like AFTA or something. It's like SAG and somebody else. I can't remember who it is, but they are striking as well. Because um, we know the writer's strike has been going on for a couple of months. So now like the actors yeah. and things are joining in. I don't know if that includes like directors and producers and stuff. Um, but I know for sure, like the actors that are part of this are striking, and that's like 160,000 people. All of our faves are pretty much included, yeah. um, in this, and it is huge. And you know, all those 
fabulous Barbie premiere looks are gone because apparently when they strike, they're not allowed to participate in red carpets, any type of promotion for any projects, podcasts, interviews, like mm-hmm. they can't do any, they can't even promote anything on their social media, like no promotion at all. Um, so yeah, it's been wild. So what have been your thoughts kind of like observing this strike? And JB, I would love to know if you have any thoughts on this too, if you've been uh, paying attention. It seems like it's a uh, something that you will be looking into also. Um, I'm interested to see how it all pans out because ultimately what they are uh, striking for is very relatable to every profession. Like just wanting to be paid fairly and, you know, I, it will be interesting because the outcome of this will definitely shake mm-hmm. up the landscape of, you know, working pretty much throughout America. I, I, I feel, yeah. Um, I hope so. I, I, I definitely hope so, mm-hmm. but this is why I'm also a big proponent for unions. I wish unions will come mm-hmm. back for this mm-hmm. reason, because yeah. like without a union, like, you have As no an leverage. employee for something, you have zero leverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this will, you know, push that into coming back into, you know, other professions. But, um, you know, I stand with them. Yeah. And, you know, it just it just is what it is. It sucks. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like you said, like our phase are more than likely going to be OK, but mm-hmm. it's more so for those smaller actors who literally cannot pay for their health insurance with what they are mm-hmm. getting from these gigs. So, um, yeah, I think, Oh, who was it? I was just looking at their TikTok. Um, I was going to say Leslie Jordan. That's not right. Leslie Jones. Yes. Leslie Jordan is not with us anymore, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yes, uh, I hate that. But, um, I'll put it in the show notes too, but she Mm -hmm. had a a really good TikTok that kind of explained it because a lot of people are like, we're in her stuff because she, she put a TikTok out about it. Like she, you know, is a support of it, whatever, you know, she's a part of Mm -hmm. the guild too. So she's striking. And a lot of people in her comments were like, oh, y'all just want more money. Y'all have X, Y, and Z. And this, she's like, it's not even about us. It's not, she's like, I'm one of the lucky ones who do, you know, get Mm -hmm. money. Yeah, it's fine. It's for the little people who literally cannot, pay for rent you know yeah so yeah and it's a reminder that people are pointing the finger at people like leslie jones and you know tom cruise you know the big stars or whatever Mm -hmm. and not pointing the finger at the ceos that are literally Mm -hmm. being very very greedy and trying to milk everything off of these smaller people like i think that's just what is is to get you to point the finger at the wrong person so this these big ceos and billionaires can continue to prosper exactly it's a very common like misconception that all actors are wealthy and it's like the people who are like the stars of the movies or the stars of the tv shows that we see the most they are a very small percentage of the Mm -hmm. actual population of people who who act and are part of these that are part of hollywood and have to make a living and there are so many people in that space that are living paycheck to paycheck and it's like all of us in so many different industries are suffering under corporate greed and you know we are making the very minimum when there are people who are maxing out like the average ceo i think makes like 300 or 400 times the average worker 
Um, and that's like I said, it's across industries. That's not just a Hollywood. Yeah. And that's a major issue. And something that has came up a lot is that because of streaming, um, you know, writers and actors and stuff, they're not giving the, getting any residuals a lot of the time or the residuals that they're yeah. getting is not even enough to survive off of. Um, and, you know, the 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 policies that are in place with that have not kept up with technology because the mm -hmm. CEOs did not want it to keep up from technology. Absolutely. I mean, these CEOs yeah. have been making just so many millions and billions of dollars because of streamings and so many other people involved in, you know, creating the shows and the movies that we love are literally not getting anything or they're getting literal pennies to the dollar. Um, where, whereas these, these CEOs are getting millions and millions. And also AI has come into effect. Apparently through their negotiations, the studios were wanting to be, be able to pay background actors for one day of work to be able to take their likeness and scan their likeness mm -hmm. and be able to use it whenever they want, however they want in, forever literally what we saw in Joan is awful with Selma Selma Hayek's character you know how they literally she signed off on her likeness being used and they were able to use it however they wanted that's what they want they want to be able to do that too and that would literally end you know the careers of background actors why would they ever need to pay somebody when they have a likeness of hundreds or thousands of background people that they can just, you know, digitally put into these movie scenes, you know, like yeah. the greed is outrageous in so many different areas. And I wish that, like you said, like in other industries, we had unions and we had the ability to strike because, you know, if, if I work for, you know, the electric company or whatever, if I don't want to do my job, if I want to go on strike, they can just easily bring in somebody to replace me just like that and not think twice about it. One thing that's good with the, how they are able to strike because of their unions is if they if the, if the studios attempt to replace them with people like influencers, what we're going to talk about next, that is going to hurt the influencers and the people trying to take the places of these um, people in the part of these unions. So even if you're not in a union, if you take the work and do or like work at the same capacity these people are striking for these companies, you will not have the ability to ever be in these unions, ever, ever. They will literally blacklist you. Like, it's so serious. So... Ooh, wow. And the influencer has been messing up already. <laughs> already. Uh, I was just vouching for them. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know what? What I will say is because somebody brought this up, they were talking about kind of giving some people some grace because this is the first time that they have, that they have, so many people have went on strike since like 1980. You know, and mm -hmm. in 1980, there really wasn't the internet. There were not influencers. Right. There was yeah. not this even issue. So this is kind of like unknown territory for a lot of people. But before mm -hmm. you just jump out the window and sign a contract with the studio to do work for them during the strike, you need to do your homework and make sure you know what you're getting yourself into, which, like I said, is how a lot of these influencers are getting themselves in trouble. If you've already signed a contract before the strike, you I think you are able to fulfill your work obligation, but you cannot take on new work and promote these projects and stuff for these studios now. Or if you have any you know, aspirations of being an actor or a writer or anybody who is within these unions, you are just effing yourself pretty much. Yeah. So. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a running thing with uh, influencers in general is just, you know, doing mm -hmm. your research. Like, I don't know if we were here when we talked about the Shia thing. I don't know if we talked about that. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, 
goes to that, doing your research, mm-hmm. making sure what mm-hmm. you align yourself is something that is good for your brand. And it can be enticing. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, they're probably throwing some extra dollars at it too, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, at the end it's of the day, worth if it's it. something that you, yeah, if you seriously want yep. to do this, it's just, it's just not worth it. You got to think long term. Yep. Mm-hmm. JB, what do you think about it? Uh, what do you think about the strike? What do you think about the AI part of it? And what do you think about influencers? Like, give, give us your thoughts on all this. So I think if you haven't paid it, or like, if you aren't part of the Patreon, then you probably missed um, the conversations that we've had about AI. And I think this goes back to like that, uh, one of the talking points that we um, touched on is just like the need for regulation. And Mm. like, while we can be scared of it, I think we have to confront the fact that it's the technology's here. And so like, regardless of your want of it to be prevalent, it exists. And so instead of complaining, we need to be making sure that people are putting in the correct processes to protect people like actors or artists or anyone who are working in the creative field, because it's not necessarily about um, preventing them from creating. It's preventing them from making like a viable like career out of it. Yes. Um, Just because based off of like how other corporations are going to be profiting off of it and not even making a career, but making sure that people are compensated properly for their portion that's contributed to the work that's generating that money for corporations. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. It is. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm just so tired of these greedy ass millionaires and billionaires like y'all have so much y'all have more than you can even spend in a lifetime and like you said these are not millionaires asking for more millions these are regular everyday people working paycheck to paycheck who don't know how they're going to feed their family because they are doing these jobs and if anybody is out there listening and they're like well why don't they just get another job what if every writer and actor who wasn't a millionaire decided to get another job we would have no television we would have no movies we would have no entertainment industry at all just like if teachers decided just to get another job we would have no teachers so that's not a viable option for everybody Mm -hmm. be for real so annoying (laughs) so it's so annoying it's so frustrating why people do that and they they just make it Mm -hmm. seem like oh if you know just get a different job it'll be okay then you mad because you're paying twenty dollars for netflix and all you got is rugrat reruns on there (laughs) okay or ridiculousness like on mtv that's all you got to watch (laughs) like come on it's a whole ecosystem and Mm -hmm. it ultimately comes down to like we we just have to support one another to just be paid fairly like at the end of the day people are just trying to live they're just trying to live yeah Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. it exactly exactly uh it's so frustrating so yeah guys we will keep y'all posted on what happens with that uh it like i said from what the studios was talking about and they wild ass proposals it doesn't look like we're anywhere close to this being resolved anytime soon because they Mm -mm. studios really on some dumb shit okay it's no way it's no other way for me to say it like they are wilding uh, and they are just being absolutely so greedy and so um unreasonable and Unfortunately, this is already taking a huge effect on so much in the industry. Like, we're not going to get Stranger Things again until the kids in a retirement home. Um, you know, Avatar. <laughs> 
Avatar 5 has been pushed back to like 2031. Um, like so much of it, we, uh, it, on Euphoria, they're going to be, you know, middle-aged by the time it comes out again. I just don't know what to say. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Cancel the shows. Just cancel some of these shows, okay? Like Euphoria, especially. Just cancel Euphoria. Twenty twenty seven. Zendaya. I, I do know. too. Don't. Say but twenty twenty seven. Be for real, girl. Be but I'm real. just gonna be for real. Greece. I watched John Travolta dancing around as a 30-year-old man telling me he's in high school. So I watched Zendaya <laughs> be 30 years old in a high school. You're right. We're going to watch it regardless. That is true. It's just insane. That is true. It's just insane. It's going to take so long. You know? Oh my also, God. <laughs> I want the quality because these people, they are working hard. Like, we they consume are. their content so regularly that we are... So unaware of just the amount of work that goes into all of the things that we consume. So true. That is such a good point. That is such a good point. There's so much that goes into it. And like you said, like people just want to live. People just want to live and And be able to do what they love. And these people are doing it lightly. Like Mm -hmm. um, Lord of the Rings. I know when the writer's strike was going off, I saw that there was an article that came out where like everyone was kind of like, oh no, like with the writer's strike, a lot of people were concerned mm-hmm. about, like, the quality of the show going down. Especially because mm-hmm. um, the Lord of the Rings, like, prequel is, like, very heavily, like, there's so much fantasy and, like, mm. core yeah. lore that mm-hmm. they're building off of. And so, like, there is stuff that needs to be done properly. And so, a lot yeah. of, like, the writers, like, when they went on strike, they were like, well, we've prepped all of the scripts. We told everyone this is, these are the decisions we need them to make while they're still recording. Yeah. Because the like the show's still going on, um, yeah. But like in a, like a year or so, we're probably gonna start seeing content that's coming out from the strike era, and it yeah, will deeply reflect and change. And so when you start seeing things that don't necessarily feel aligned with the characters that you love, or yeah. possibly like the storylines don't make sense or they're incoherent. Remember, that's because the quality that, like, we're seeking just, like, and not even just the quality, but, like, yeah. there are probably people trying to fill those roles who might not have the skills necessary to do so. Exactly. That that's a good point. That's a really, really yeah. good point. Um, apparently, House of the Dragon is still in production for season two, because I guess since they're filming it um, in Europe, I believe, there are some type of strike rules that basically say that they are able to kill, still keep filming and creating that show without um, this. It's called scabbing. When you break the strike, I guess it doesn't count as scabbing. So we'll still get House of the Dragon next year, I guess. But everything else, I mean, just, you know, put a you future plan, put Euphoria down in your 2027 plans because you're not going to be watching it before that. <laughs> but I'm be right I bet it'd be you. another um, Miss Maker planner by the end to put it in. Girl, there we go. See, look, everything is connected and comes full, full circle. circle. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, y'all. Last thing I wanted to touch on briefly before we ended the show is 
I think we're going to go much more into detail on our July bonus episode about this situation. Um, but I just wanted to reiterate that yeah, for sure. there is just no room for any type of hatred, bigotry, homophobia, anything like that in the planner community. Um, and we will absolutely call it out and work overtime when we see it, uh, especially when, you know, people, you know, go into innocent people's comments and just show their full conservative Christian ass on Beyonce's internet uh, to our besties, um, we're going to have their back always and forever. And not only us, but a lot of people in the Splinter community who know that we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. So, yeah, yeah we're sick of it. So mm-hmm. um, it's not a safe space for you. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully your account stay gone. Well, <laughs> about that. <laughs> I think she back. <laughs> but Well, like I said, we'll, well, we'll expand. I need to go report again. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Because <laughs> I will, because I have time for it. It's just, yeah. And it's like, I mean, obviously people have the right to have whatever beliefs they want to have they have the right to share their beliefs they don't have the right to harass to go out of their way and harass people because of their beliefs they also don't have the right to be able to do that um without any type of consequences so let's just be very clear about yeah that. so that's the thing like you rain on free speech but it it's not free with from consequences either mm-mm, mm-mm. So, and, it's just and you can't make yourself a martyr here Yes, you cannot make yourself a martyr when people rightfully uh, defend people that they care about or when people defend themselves. You can't turn it into, you know, oh, I'm being attacked. You started this attack. So let's just be very, very clear about this. But yeah. Insane that we even got to say that in in this planner space anymore. But I feel like that's the thing, though. And that's something that we have been talking about since the beginning. There was a point in time where the planners community was a safe space for this type of thing. And everybody was Absolutely. just too polite yeah. to say anything yeah. about it. Too polite, too scared, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it sucked because when you make room for this, you are taking away room for, you know, diverse people, queer people, BIPOC people. Because if we see this as being tolerated in this community... We know that this is not a safe space for us. Mm-hmm. And that's not cool. And so we you can't have it both ways. You can't have it be a safe space for everybody. That's just not how the world works, especially when people want to be loud as fuck with their ignorance. You know? Yeah. It just certain so, things just cannot be tolerated. You can't be inclusive and allow that. I wish there could be a safe space for everybody, but as long as those people are just so loud and ignorant, it just can't be like that. You know, so no, I can't. Gross. They said they wanted to be canceled, so please cancel them. Um, it is a friendly reminder, <laughs> it is a friendly reminder to uh, you know, know who you are partnering with with your brand or know who you are mm-hmm. partnering with, you know, with your influence. Um, obviously, you never know, you know, fully, mm-hmm. but. As we can see, they they always show. And yep. a lot of people were in my DMs like, oh, I seen a couple red flag. 
Mm-hmm. Wave them flags when you see them, though. They're not for no reason. Yeah, they are yeah. not there for no reason. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and yeah, I mean, I just—it's just like the entitlement to like go out of your way to like harass somebody when the unfollow button is right there, when the block button is right there, when the mute button is right there, and you that is go so against doing wild. That. Yeah. Why were you following? In the first place, because you want you want to change them and make them cater that platform towards you, which is wild no. to me. Which it's is wild so wild. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but yeah, happy to cancel. Shame to that person. Shame to your house. <laughs> shame, <laughs> shame, shame. It's just not not cool. But I was I was happy to see that so many people um in the planner community did come together to mm-hmm. um you know send Danny love publicly say on their IG stories and stuff that they had Danny's back because they were not tolerating this type of behavior in this community. We you know in the comments defending Danny and his right to use his platform how Ever he sees fit. Um, and I, that was just a great reminder to me that we're not alone in this planner community. There are a lot of people who feel like us and that this is just not ever going to be a place where that type of stuff is okay anymore. Like I said, at one point in time, I think it was, and it's okay to point that out, but it is not that anymore. Um, and it's not going to be that as long as we're around. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Pick somewhere I, I, else. I, yeah. I mean, that person is definitely going to find another group of people where she mm-hmm. fits in and can, you know, spear that rhetoric. More wherever, power to but, her. Yeah. It, it just ain't not here, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. Nope. Bye. And what's following us? What's following Planet and Wine? I'm assuming maybe a listener, like, do we need to like put a disclaimer at the top of every episode that we we don't play that? Like I thought we made that very clear, but you know, not. every six months I have to like reiterate like Black Lives yeah. Matter, right? You know, love is love. Yeah. I have to reiterate that just in case. That's true, but that's maybe true. that's what we got to start doing on Planners and Wine. Maybe so, maybe so. Trish. But yeah, y'all. Uh, it feels good to be back. Feels good to be back and yeah. be using our platform uh, to hopefully spread some good things in this community and in this world. And um, yeah, sound off in the comments, guys, on our Instagram post this episode. Chat with us on threads. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear you guys' thoughts about this. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Myra, did you have anything for the people? Um, just reiterate and make sure that you are checking your local elections. We just had a surprise like election pop up. We're going to be voting mm. in Ohio the beginning of August. So okay, just keep up with that because they're they're trying to like change around our constitution to make it like just stay oh stay diligent because they <sighs> they will throw something up on you and you'd be mm-hmm. like it's not election time. Mm-hmm. You know it's important to keep up with your local stuff. Don't just let it, it just be presidential. So, but yeah. Yes, that's very true. That's it. Yep. But yeah, guys, check us out on plannersandwine.com. Check out our Patreon, Planners and Wine, and also patreon.com slash planners and wine. We're also we're always having lots of fun over there in our Facebook group. Uh, we have an amazing guest coming up on an episode mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Cannot wait until y'all hear that. The Patreon peeps will get the after the pod where we take questions directly from our Patreon to ask our guests. And those have just been so much fun. Um, and thank you guys for y'all's support on our special edition 
edition episode with Bonnie from Archer and Olive. That was so mm -hmm. much fun. Make sure y'all are checking out those planners and all the amazing things from their newest release. And let us know what you thought about that podcast. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Yes. Okay. Give us the right. feedback. <laughs> Give us the feedback respectfully. All right, guys. We will talk to y'all soon. <laughs> Bye, guys.